Well, the goal is to help people find careers that they love, that they're going to be able to excel at, be able to get promoted at work and to support their families, you know, is the biggest piece. And then building the economy of Michigan, you know, by developing the most diverse, the most skilled workforce in the nation. That's what we want to continue to be known for. Hello and welcome to Region Ahead, a podcast from SEMCOG, the Southeast Michigan Council of Governments. While COVID-19 continues to negatively impact the national and state economy, there are career opportunities in industries that are considered essential or that are coming back sooner. These include the skilled trades. This classification of work includes careers in the construction and manufacturing industries, as well as fields such as information technology and healthcare. Skilled trades can be defined as occupations that require a special skill, knowledge, or ability, which can be obtained at a college, technical school, or through specialized training. Skilled trades can be seen as an alternative to a four-year degree, although this is not always the case. They are sometimes misrepresented as dirty jobs, but these careers provide the opportunity to earn as you learn, there are good wages and benefits, and an ability to use problem-solving and teamwork skills as well as modern technology in everyday work. I'm Trevor Layton, and in this episode I spoke with Lee Graham. Lee is the treasurer as well as the executive director for Labor Management Education Committee for the Operating Engineers 324. In addition, Lee serves as chairman for the Michigan Apprenticeships Steering Committee, Inc., or MASI, M-A-S-C-I. Lee also serves as a board member for a number of organizations, Oakland County Michigan Works, the Michigan Workforce Board Southeast, the Southeast Michigan Community Alliance, or SEMCA, and the Metropolitan Affairs Coalition or MAC, which is SEMCOG's partner organization bringing together business, labor, government, and education. Most recently, Lee was appointed to the State of Michigan's Workforce Development Board. So in, in the introduction, um, I shared a definition of, of skilled trades. Um, as we start our conversation, can, can you talk a little bit about what, what we're talking about together and, and when, whether we're talking about your involvement um, with, with Massey or, or any of these other organizations um, what do you want people to be thinking about when you talk about uh, the professional skilled trades? Well, when we're talking about the, the professional skilled trades, we're talking about a wide variety, you know, a number of careers. Myself, I represent uh, the operating engineers. We represent, you know, heavy equipment operators and technicians, mechanics, and as well, you know, the stationary engineers. Those engineers are those, you know, that maintain the boilers and our HVAC systems. Uh, in construction, you know, side alone, skilled trades that cover, you know, operators, electricians, plumbers, laborers, carpenters, on uh, dozens of other potential careers, you know, within that area. They're called skilled trades, right? Because uh, they all take a special training, you know, to excel at. We say too, you know, the, the kind of training that the person gets through registered apprenticeship that we offer, it's a mix of on-the-job training, uh, the related training for instruction over multiple years. Is there a you know an opportunity for real growth and to have a to have a really good career in, in these jobs? These are great careers. They offer you know the kind of wages and benefits and retirement that support families and that and that's what's important and that's how we always match up the benefits that go along with a career and and it's important that they know that it's a package. Okay, and there are um, a lot of different industries um, that that we could be thinking about. Are are there any particularly hot or, or notable industries um, that, that are relevant when we think about professional trades at the moment? Yeah, there's skilled trades, individuals in almost every industry. For example, right now, there's a massive work uh, underway, you know, just rebuilding our infrastructure in the state. 
That means more people working on roads and bridges than ever before. We always bring up the energy sector with the new wind farms, you know, the new power plants, pipelines that uh, a lot of us trades are involved in, the solar farms, uh, just even the new buildings, you know, that are going up every day across the state. Okay, those are great examples. And at SEMCOG, uh, you know, we, we love any talk of investing in, a, in our infrastructure and, and the fact that that can benefit uh, people with, with good careers. Uh, it just makes it a win-win. And can you talk about uh, a little bit, if, if people are interested in just generally learning more about what the landscape of, of professional trades careers uh, might include, um, some places for them to get started? Yeah, what's exciting is that the technical knowledge within the construction industry, it just keeps on moving, whether it's uh, the Microsoft HoloLens, you know, where you can walk through a virtual building. Uh, there's a lot of good things that continue to come our way that excites uh, not only students that are going to school, but you know, our contractors, you know, and our employers that are purchasing some of these most amazing uh, pieces of equipment or, or on the carpenters end or electricians. But, you know, with the operators, it's been the autonomous machines. Every year we get a chance uh, to see these different types of uh, manufactured uh, machines that are coming out. Uh, this past year, just here, we went to the uh, Con Expo. Every three years, they showcase across the United States at one event of the latest uh, most coolest equipment that you could ever imagine. So when you think about drones and GPS uh, that's been out for some time now, it's pretty cool uh, just to see how fast those um, industries are growing. So playing with those those fun high-tech toys can actually turn into a career, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Careers and jobs, you know, um, our, our biggest thing is that we always want to showcase where they can, you know, find out about these opportunities. And it's through the Michigan and Building Construction Trades. Their website, the Must Careers, does an amazing job for showcasing the professional trades. Uh, My Road to Work with MDOT and a lot of our different partners. Uh, the Michigan Construction website, Massey.org that we had talked about, uh, and other sites you know, that do a really good job uh, showcasing you know, the professional trade careers. Okay, I'd like to, like to shift gears a little bit here. Governor Whitmer recently appointed you to something called the Michigan Workforce Development Board. Uh, congratulations on, on that appointment. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit uh, about, about what that board is. Yeah, thank you, Trevor. Uh, very honored to serve. Um, the most vital thing, you know, that we can do is connect people to the careers that will make their lives better, you know, and that's, that's our goal. That's our mission. Um, so we're going to continue to do that good work. Uh, this board work and connect people to careers, you know, that we talked about earlier. Careers that are going to allow them to support themselves and their families. So that's that's the biggest piece when you talk about, you know, why is the board important? Okay. And who else is involved? Yeah, this is a, a board that was assembled by the governor, um, like you had shared. It covers a wide cross um, section of careers and industries. Honored to, uh, to work with such a tremendous group talented individuals who generally, you know, care about helping Michigan residents learn about and find about such great opportunities. So every time that we come together, you know, with these different initiatives, we learn so much from each other. And then when we partner and then we share templates that are successful across the state is vital. Uh, and what is, what is it that you all are hoping to accomplish together? Well, the goal is to help people find careers that they love, that they're going to be able to excel at, be able to get promoted at work and to support their families, you know, is the biggest piece. And then building the economy of Michigan, you know, by developing the most diverse, the most skilled workforce in the nation. That's what we want to continue to be known for. You are the you're the chairperson for something called the Michigan Apprenticeship Steering Committee, Incorporated, uh, Massey for short. Um, how is Massey involved with with helping to build the professional trades workforce? Massey's a really unique advisory board steering committee. Uh, it represents the industry. 
through education, labor, public, government. So it has a really good makeup for its officers and not only, you know, the membership, which is most important. So it formed back in 1977 in Southfield. So they came together to celebrate 40 years of a promotion of the federal apprenticeship system. So there was like 400 people that came together back in 77 in Southfield, which is really uh, awesome. And so we've been carrying that torch going forward throughout these years. And the main goal of Massey is to advocate for a registered apprenticeship, construction, advanced manufacturing. Our, our biggest mission, you know, is that it, it supports registered apprenticeship, which is vital to the skilled workforce. That, that's an amazing group that, you know, assists with career fairs, school outreach. They advise, you know, to the different government structures and systems. We had last year, we had our first conference uh, in, in a little while. And uh, Governor Whitmer and, and Lieutenant Gilcrest and Jeff Donofreo from Leo Division, they were our, our key speakers. And most importantly, we had a great audience and we had a really uh, impactful uh, um, sessions, you know, throughout the, the two days. So that's us coming together, you know, as, as a Massey organization. At SEMCOG and, and MAC, Metropolitan Affairs Coalition, when we talk about the uh, sort of the landscape or, or the ecosystem of, of talent development or, or workforce development, uh, there are a lot of different players uh, just in education alone. You know, we're talking about uh, K, K through 12 system. We're talking about community colleges and, and four-year colleges. Is uh, the work of Massey limited to, to any one of those uh, levels of education? Well, what's kind of really uh, good is that Massey, you know, its goal is to help expand, expand registered apprenticeships in the construction, advanced manufacturing. So we partner with a K-12 institution to educate the students about the opportunities available. Uh, we're partnered with, you know, the curriculum development, the career and tech ed facilities across the state, which is that's where we make our our partnerships and our, and our career pathways together. A lot of the different uh, career events that we're at, the different tech schools, it's all about kind of bringing it together in one big hub and and having, you know, uh, the octopus arms that go out, you know, and reach a, a long, long way. So, but one example that we'd like to share is that our partnership with Wayne State University, uh, we've been partnered with them for a good amount of years on just even working towards the safety of tomorrow's future, you know, in Michigan. Uh, we've been able to partner with our contractors and Wayne State University and in the labor organization with uh, Susan A. Harwood grants federally. And so we were able to continue to lift up Michigan through different grants that, you know, we're able to receive, you know, with excavation safety, demo, demolition hazards. Uh, the new one that they're um, seeking right now is a road worker safety, which is very vital and very important. Uh, and then in the past, we've done, you know, different types of uh, hearing protection studies. And one of, one of the most special things that I want to share with you is last year, we partnered with Wayne State University uh, with their STEM camp and talk about fun. We had, I think there was five schools and about 50 plus students that were seventh and 12th graders. And we were able to go down to Wayne State University ourselves and the electricians and, and showcase with simulators and tools that we use in the industry and, and really get them all excited in their home turf. And then we brought them out to Howell at our training center and and we really, we really matched up well with the kids that were coding computers that were in these STEM camps because in our machines out there at the training center and a lot of our employers uh, that purchase every single year, these state-of-the-art cranes and excavators and, and all kinds of different machinery, well, guess what? They're becoming a big computer system. And there's multiple computers with, within these machines. So we were able to have the seventh and all the way up to 12th graders get in these machines and operate them, hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of equipment. And so we really wanted to show the kids, make the connection, the good work they're doing in coding, where that's being applied out in the industry. 
And for them to get in a seat like that and try those things out, we showcased our drones. There was, a, uh, I think, a, two groups. There was 22 kids that were in a, a drone camp. And when they seen the drones that we use in construction, they were like, they were like amazingly excited. So those are just different ways that we partner and we got a lot of good partners across the state. Okay, so next, let's, let's talk a little bit more about, about what apprenticeships and apprenticeship training programs really are and, and how those differ from, from other uh, traditional paths. So let's just start out, um, you know, a lot of times maybe people are considering, if they're considering an apprenticeship path, you know, maybe they're also uh, considering a traditional college pathway. Um, could, could you draw any, any comparisons or distinctions between the two? Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, every career requires post-secondary learning, you know, as, as we know. And, and so just as a college is a path, you know, for the doctor, a teacher, you know, to learn skills as they do, you know, as they need to excel, uh, apprenticeships teach the skilled tradesperson. But I'd be requiring, like we talked previous uh, in this conversation on this podcast, is, you know, both on-the-job training and the related uh, training of instruction. We teach the skills and, you know, wider knowledge. And, and what kinds of skills or, or education do you need to, to be able to get started in an apprenticeship program? With us, each of the trades, you know, requirements are different a little bit. And so uh, with the operating engineers, uh, you need a high school diploma uh, or a GED, uh, work keys, test scores, uh, driver's license. Uh, and we also have a overall, you know, hands-on evaluation that we do with the operating engineers 324. So a lot of the other trades, you know, they'll have just as we do too, as well, you know, interviews and, and different process that uh, the applicants go through. Okay. And, and can you talk at all about pre-apprenticeships? Uh, wh- where do those fit in? The pre-apprenticeships really have uh, been amazing over the last probably almost uh, three or four years. It's been really good because, you know, if, if we highlight a couple of them, like Access for All is out of Southeast Michigan, uh, Visions for Prosperity, you know, is out of Kalamazoo area. We've been really trying to take the uh, pre-apprenticeship template across the state. We've uh, partnered with the opportunity with Detroit Workforce of the Future. That's that's an 11th and 12th grade pre-apprenticeship. So that's out of uh, uh, Southeast Michigan there. The other two that I had shared with you, you know, earlier, uh, the Access for All and the Vision for Prosperity, uh, those are adults. But the good part about them is they teach them a potential apprentice basic knowledge about the industry and, you know, what they'll be expected of them. Uh, refreshers on things like, you know, math and the reading, locating information. So when they're able to complete the work keys, it kind of, you know, readies them for the application process, you know, for the registered apprenticeships with the trades. And the biggest thing about it too, is we try to roll in with the pre-apprenticeships, whether it's a 12 week or a 16 week experience, um, you know, the opportunity for the hands-on, right? Just to really see uh, how they are on a machine or with a shovel or different types of tools and stuff. So um, those who succeed in the trades are those who love it. So pre-apprenticeships give them the opportunity to really um, try it out. So it's been uh, super amazing um, for us to do a lot of good work. You know, and one quick example, we were able to partner with Access for All with the city of Detroit on some bus shelters, you know, that are latest state of art as far as uh, aluminum powder coated. Uh, they got solar panels in them. They light up at night. They've got uh, all these uh, baked murals. Of, of students, um, really fun, you know, photos from photographers that show students in the summertime doing equations up on a board with almost like a birthday crown on, on their head, right? You know, so just really showing what STEM looks like. And, and so we were able to come together with our contractors 
uh, the trades, uh, and a lot of free apprenticeship support teams with access for all. And we're able to erect uh, these bus shelters, which is, which is a pretty cool piece, you know, laying it out and being able to do rigging, you know, that's applied in our construction sector. Wow. Very cool. So you mentioned registered apprenticeships. Uh, I wonder if we could hear a little bit more about, about those. What, what exactly is a registered apprenticeship? Yeah. So we, uh, we talked a little bit about Massey, right? And we talked about the importance of uh, the good work that they do and, you know, by them celebrating, you know, the federal uh, uh, registered apprenticeship system. And so back in the day, it used to be called the Bureau of Apprenticeship. You know, today it's called the uh, DOL Office of Apprenticeship. And so these are registered apprenticeships that in the combination of uh, labor and like we talked before with our owners, right, it's a joint labor um, uh, partnership. So with that, you're guided and you're, and you're following these set of USDOL uh, graduation requirements. So it's a structure that is proven, you know, when you look at the success and the percentage of uh, graduations uh, and those that stay in the career. So the registered apprenticeship is super vital. It's vetted, it's audited. Uh, the biggest thing about it is, you know, you always see that out there, it's earn while you learn, right? So you're getting the chance to actually earn while you're learning, you know, and being mentored by a lot of uh, journey persons out there. And they consider it like the gold standard. I mean, it's it's been around for 80 plus years. It keeps just getting better every single year. So it's an important piece. And that's that's what we always ask too, you know, is it a registered apprenticeship? Okay, that's a good thing to know. It's hard, hard to get through a conversation these days without talking about how, how COVID-19 uh, affects you know, absolutely everything in our lives. What makes the current climate of, of the pandemic uh, a good time to consider a career change? You know, I think a lot of people are hurting right now. Yeah, as, as it settled in, and you know, the biggest thing about it is we always talk about is nothing guarantees success like happiness with what you're doing. We talked about it earlier in the podcast, you know, you really got to love what you do when you find that way. Um, you're getting mentored and educated, but great opportunities in the skilled trades today. You know, that's, you know, that biggest highlight that we want to showcase on this, you know, podcast. Uh, the state needs infrastructure, right? So careers are available and rewarding. You know, we're always showcasing those opportunities. We talk about the technology and, you know, just the different things that are in front of us. Uh, the most important is finding, you know, something that you're passionate about. If that's different than, you know, what you're doing now and, and you want to work outside or, or work with your hands or build things, no time like the present. That's what we're doing. And that's what we've been doing. Uh, it's, it's an amazing industry. Uh, and so we want to make sure that we're showcasing that uh, through tough and good times. Okay. We'll wrap up. Just wanted to ask if there's anything more that you wanted to share, uh, either about apprenticeships or, or anything you know to do with, with developing talent or, or workforce in our region. One, one thing that we know um, based on, on our regional forecast is that one of the big economic challenges for us in the future um, isn't likely to be the number of jobs that are available or, or the need for work. It's the people that are suited and trained to do those jobs. And so this work that you're doing is really important. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with? Yeah, I'd like to share, you know, it's not about the skills you have coming in. We'll teach you the skills. We talked about our infrastructure and, you know, our support and all the good mentors and the amazing training that we have. Um, if you have good work ethic, you know, enthusiasm for these careers, we built a support system, you know, to help you, to help you learn, to help you grow, uh, to help you succeed. So, you know, we want to make sure that everybody knows that. You're on the board of directors for uh, the Metropolitan Affairs Coalition, which, which of course is SEMCOG's uh, partner organization. Why, why is it important for the operating engineers 324 and, and the uh, skilled trades in general to be represented on, on a group like that? 
Yeah, the Mac board, uh, I'll tell you my first meeting there, I was super intimidated. You look around and you look at the amazing leaders um, that are on that board, you know, not only in Michigan, but representing us in D.C. It's just it's so uh, amazing to see different policies and initiatives and uh, how they really come together for uh, the opportunity to uh, bring recommendations to the state and to the federal side of things, too. So I'm super honored as far as being a labor organization sitting on the MAC board. And it's just being able to talk about the careers and, you know, the different opportunities when it comes to the skilled trades and the different, you know, venues that they offer to uh, showcase everything that we need to be working on that's important. So um, they do amazing work. I'm super honored to be uh, involved with MAC and, and SEMCOG. Um, so I just want to say thank you uh, on behalf of the operating engineers and all of uh, uh, the professional trade, building trades, everybody uh, for their good work. This has been SEMCOG's Region Ahead. Thank you for joining us as we consider the important issues that affect Southeast Michigan. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. You can learn more about SEMCOG's regional planning work, as well as what we are doing to support local governments during the COVID-19 pandemic at SEMCOG.org. You can learn about other registered apprenticeship opportunities at MASCI.org. Thanks again to Lee Graham for joining us today. Be safe and be well.